Hi, I'm Michelle Morvan in the marketing department of Callaway's Nursery. Dallas-Fort Worth is our home. We're proud to present this hour of Neil Sperry's Texas Gardening. And now, here's Neil. Thank you, Michelle, and I am proud to have them as an advertiser, a sponsor for many, many years for this hour. It doesn't get any better than that. Thank you very much. And welcome. Thank you for tuning in this morning. I hope that you'll give us a call. Happy Father's Day. If that's an appropriate greeting to you, then I hope you have a wonderful day. And uh, reach out to your father if you are a child of a father. And if you have contact with that father, I hope you'll reach out and let it be a special day for him as well. The phone number to call would be 800-288-WBAP. We are live. There aren't a lot of programs live on the weekends anymore in AM radio or in any radio. And uh, this one is. And Mike Bass is there to prove it. You call Mike and, and just ask him a question about what's going on in life. And he'll give you a real-time answer. And he'll also get you screened to go on the air with me. And we'll talk about the plants at your place. I, I deal with urban horticulture. That means uh, lawns and landscapes and uh, fruit and flower uh, gardens, vegetable gardens, things of that sort. I don't do pastures. I don't do ponds. And I'm not into chickens and those sorts of things. That's left for other specialists. But I will certainly do my very best after 45 years of doing this to answer any gardening question that you have, landscape and gardening question uh, for uh, the state of Texas. So anyway, I look forward to that very much. Again, 800 288 WBAP. Numerically, that is 800 288 9227. And uh, we have three lines that we utilize. There are five lines here because there are talk shows that talk politics much of the time on WBAP. Those are quicker calls, minor diagnostic calls often, and they take a little bit longer. So 800-288-WBAP to fill up the three lines that we do use. Um, Need to mention that as we uh, turn from uh, early June to mid-June, late June, I should say, that means that it's uh, your last chance to fertilize St. Augustine, and I would be very cautious about doing that now because it got hot so early. A gray leaf spot is a real issue, and uh, so if you're going to fertilize St. Augustine, I would do so maybe at a, a low rate, maybe half the normal rate, and then water it in right away. Uh, and And if you have a history of gray leaf spot in your lawn, then uh, maybe you don't do the fertilization now. In my eGardens newsletter, which you can see on my website, uh, we archive it for one week after it goes out on Thursday night, uh, I gave all of the St. Augustine problems uh, a full description, St. Augustine Diagnostics, and we're going to post that on my on my website permanently, uh, at least for a couple of years. Uh, as of this Thursday, so that it will be archived there and I can refer people there. St. Augustine questions just represent so much of the uh, time spent uh, here on the air, and I don't want to get into those questions uh, on the air because they take up so much time and I never feel that I've given a good answer because I can't see things. Well, I put photographs in this story I did in eGardens. You can look and see what gray leaf spot looks like and you can see what the tail end of take all root rot looks like from the springtime, etc. It's in chinch bugs. And uh, so if you go to neilsperry.com, click on 
the eGardens tab, you'll see the most recent issue of eGardens, and you can see that story on St. Augustine Diagnostics. So anyway, hopefully that'll help. But this is the reason you don't want to fertilize St. Augustine in the heat of the summertime with nitrogen. Uh, all of which is uh, taking time away from my friend Steve Huddleston, Public Relations Manager for the Fort Worth Botanic Garden. I'll give him every bit of time he needs. We're going to talk about the Botanic Garden. Steve, good morning. Hello, Steve. Are you there? Mike, do you have Steve? Yes. Can you hear me? I hear you now. I hear you. Yes. Yes, sir. Well, good. And yeah, yeah. Uh, and happy Father's Day. Same to you, Steve, and happy Grandfather's Day as well. So yes. Hope you have a great day. I know you will. What's going on in the garden? Well, the Fort Worth Botanic Garden does invite guests to visit the garden today with free admission. Uh, June 19th, in honor of the Juneteenth federal holiday, thanks to the generosity of our bank, which made the opportunity accessible for all. Uh, now through July 4th, the garden's hours are 8 a.m. to 4 p.m. Oh, I'm the old Sperry. I'm sorry. Yeah. Hang on. Let me do a little inner office. Mike, you've got a line open here. You've got two lines going simultaneously. So, okay, so our bank has made uh, today... Uh, free admission to the uh, Botanic Garden in honor of Juneteenth. And then exactly. you have new hours uh, now through July 4, is that right? Yes, we do. The The hours are 8 a.m. to 4 p.m. with the last admission ticket sold at 3.30. Okay, thank you for that. All right. And you want to talk about a featured plant, and I am really excited about this because you must have quite a collection of them. Tell, tell us about them. Well, I'm excited about this as well. These are cannas. Uh, cannas, of course, are a... Uh, uh, a perennial that had been with us uh, for years, but uh, the series that we use is called the Canova series. Uh, this series grows about three feet tall. Uh, it performs best in full sun and in moisture-retentive soil. Uh, this series consists of nine bright and popping flower colors. Three of the colors come in bronze foliage, and the other six colors come with green foliage. The colors include red, orange, yellow, peach, mango, scarlet, rose, yellow, and orange mixed and orange shades. So those are the nine colors, very tropical looking, very bright. Uh, they bloom all summer. Uh, these cannas are the perfect height to serve at the back of a border and in combination with summer flowering annuals and perennials. Uh, many of ours have been planted in combination with a deep red coleus and the effect is striking. Well, that's, it just sounds beautiful, fabulous. And where are these? Are all through the garden? They are throughout the garden. We have a lot in the uh, Leonard Courtyard, which is directly behind the garden center. We have a lot in our summer display beds, which are across the street from the cafe. Fabulous. All right. And events. You have a couple things to talk about. Tell us. Well, we do. Stickwork sculpture is still standing strong in the Fuller Garden. Uh, this uh, exhibit consists of twisted and woven American elm and roughleaf dogwood saplings. Uh, this sculpture has a windswept look. Uh, it functions really as a maze that people of all ages can wind their way through. Uh, this exhibit will stay in place until it deteriorates, and that could be another year from now. So who knows? But it's up and standing strong. You had uh, intended, and the original uh, goal, uh, not goal, but expectation was it would come down about a month ago, and I'm sure somebody was standing out there saying, what do we want to take it down? It looks great. Is that somewhat akin to what happened? Uh, well, we expected that it would stay up for a good year or two. It's been up about a year and a half now. Mm-hmm. So Good yeah, deal. it can easily it can easily last through the end of this this year for sure. Well yeah. made, that's great. And yes. then you're going to uh, 
talk about something very, very special coming up at Christmas, and people need to get their tickets bought now. Tell us. Well, that is Lightscape. That is going to be a spectacular uh, winter holiday Christmas light show that takes place November 18th through January 8th. Uh, it's a light show that is uh, synchronized with music. We'll have about 13 different stations along this route within the garden. Uh, it will be fantastic. So uh, we've already started selling tickets. Uh, we've been told that the event will attract 100,000 visitors, so it's best for people to book their dates and times as soon as possible uh, to get their selection. So, uh, yeah, ticket, ticket sales have gone well. We have banners up in our parking lot at the garden, so uh, we're really gearing up for this. Fabulous. And all that information, folks, is available to you at the website of the Fort Worth Botanic Garden. And that website is, Steve? FWBG.org. Just the initials plus .org. That's easy. Fort Worth Botanic Garden. And the 24-hour information telephone line, somebody wants to get a recorded message, what is that number? That is a 17463-4160. All right. And how do they find you? We are just north of I-30 on University Drive, across from Trinity Park. All right. Easy enough there. Steve has been a friend of mine for a quarter century. I'm trying to make us seem young. It could have been yes, a half century. Yes. That's right. Yes. We are yeah. uh, we are a couple of uh, veteran horticulturists here, and I really appreciate his help on Sunday mornings. Steve, you're wonderful. Thanks so much, well, and have, have a great rest of Father's Day. Well, thank Ta- you. Talk to you next Sunday. You bet. That is sponsored by the great people at Mueller. M-U-E-L-L-E-R. Thought I'd just spell it right off the bat there and get that done for you. Mueller Steel Buildings for Permanent Storage. Why would you want to pay every month for a temporary storage facility when there is a better plan? You can own a Mueller building. Mueller's backyard buildings are easy to assemble. They're affordable, and they offer that permanent storage solution right in your own backyard. How convenient is that? Mueller buildings come in a variety of sizes and 30 colors to choose from for their backyard building kits to complement any home or landscape. And if your equipment requires even more storage space, Mueller's standard series buildings are ready to go to work for you. They're fabulous. From workshops to big barns, these pre-engineered bolt-together buildings come in a variety of size and color options. You can visit them online at MuellerInc.com to get a free customized building estimate. And while you're there, click on their color selector tool. It makes choosing the perfect combination of colors an easy decision. To find out more about Mueller Steel Buildings and Metal Roofing, call 877-2-MUELLER. That's 877-268-3553. Or visit them online at MuellerInc.com. That's Mueller. Mueller means more. Mueller means steel buildings for permanent storage. I'm Nathan Smith with Callaway's Nursery in Mansfield. We're proud to present this hour of Neil Sperry's Texas Gardening. And now back to Neil. Thank you, Nathan, very, very much. That's one of their newer stores. And I believe Nathan may have been the uh, the manager who opened it up when it uh, came online. So good for him. Let's uh, begin our program. We have one open line right now. If you'd like to call, it's 800-288-WBAP, 800-288-9227. We start with David somewhere in East Texas. David, this is Neil. Good morning. Uh, Good morning. I just had some uh, zoysia sod put down a couple of days ago, and I need to know about the correct watering schedule and fertilizer schedule for this. All right. Uh, You want to water it daily, uh, lightly. 
you don't want to keep it soggy wet, uh, but for the first week or so, you want to water it uh, probably just once a day. Really kind of depends on how, how warm it is. And is this in full sun or in part shade? What conditions? Afternoon, it'll be full sun. And I was thinking about maybe doing a deep watering in the morning and that would be the only watering I do for the day because watered in the afternoon, it carries over into the night, which might not be good for new sod. Um, that's fine. I don't have any problem with it. I don't know that you need to deep water. What what I think of with deep watering would be a 30 or 40 minute watering. You're not going to need that every day. Um, you want to keep the top couple of, you want to water it thoroughly after it's planted. I mean, we're talking about a deep watering there and then stick your finger down in the soil the next morning and and feel it and it's still going to be muddy down two inches deep or you may have a spot somewhere where you can just slide a a flat bladed shovel down in like you'd check a cake to see if it's uh, still moist way down in the center and i think you're going to find it's still pretty wet down down farther down there's no point in watering it really heavily if the soil is wet down below you just don't want the top that you don't want the root system to dry out so you water lightly and the next day you would water lightly and and by that point it may be drying out farther down especially in east texas where soils tend to be a little sandier so after two or three days you may want to water heavily again and you let it go uh, again now i want to i want to switch and and speak to my audience in the dallas fort worth area and we're going to talk about bermuda grass just bear with me i'll come back to your zoysia i'll come back to sod of any kind if you're seeding a grass you probably want to water five or six minutes morning and evening because the little seedlings have tiny roots and you can't let them go dry if you do you're going to have big areas that won't have any grass at all so you water them lightly morning and evening now at 100 degrees that's critical so now back to sodded grass whether it's zoysia or saint augustine or bermuda i think the morning watering and then and then waiting until the following morning that'd be all right but um after after about 10 days 12 days you're going to be able to pull on that sod david and it's going to offer a lot of resistance it's going to be rooted down into the original soil into the the native soil and at that point, you can begin to cut back on the frequency. Maybe you go two days between waterings, and you water moderately each time. And then after three or four weeks, you're watering on a normal schedule where you soak it after three days and wait three days before you water again heavily. And eventually, you may get to a point where you can water on four-day turnaround. I don't know your soils. I don't know what you normally do for, for a, a regular lawn in your area, but that after four or five weeks you'd be on that that pattern fertilizer Uh, i would fertilize it after you mow it the second time Uh, depending on the type of zoysia that you have you you would uh, uh, mow it at at whatever the recommended height is The, the sod people will tell you that you mow it at that height and after you mow it the second time fertilize it at half the recommended rate and then i'd probably not fertilize it again until uh, the very early part of September, that's only a couple months away from the first feeding. And uh, it zoysia is also subject to gray leaf spot like St. Augustine is. Sadly, we found that out the hard way. And, and so you kind of want to stay away from nitrogen with zoysia also in the summertime. So wait until 1st of September and then fertilize it uh, again with a high nitrogen uh, fertilizer 
with uh, maybe a third of that nitrogen in slow-release form. And that's the same thing you'd use all the way through. Every time you feed, you're going to hear people talking about a fall feeding or a winterizer fertilizer. It's the same thing you use all year long. There's no, it's just, that's marketing. It's nothing more than marketing. So, so I'll just uh, water uh, 20 to 30 minutes one time a day for a while. Yeah, what I said was you'd water that much the the first time, which you already have done probably. Wait two or three right. days and do that much again. But in, in between, you're watering maybe five or seven minutes in the mornings uh, the other days. You're watering lightly okay, so, the second and third right, days. So, yeah, you don't want to water okay. it heavily if it's already wet down low. Okay. I guess uh, I need to streamline that answer. You bet. You bet. Hope that helps. Thank you, sir. All right, let me tell you about my book, Neil Spray's Lone Star Gardening. Uh, honestly, uh, all that is explained in the book. I, I'm just thinking about what I have in the book that would help people, and, and that is in there on starting a new lawn. And I have an opportunity for you to save a lot of money. I've decided just to carry my sale price through the summertime and let it be kind of a, a summertime special, an inflation-beating special. We call it whatever you want to, but the book is $32.95, um, and, and this is a book that normally is $36.95. So it's a, a great opportunity for you to get a book that will cover every aspect of outdoor gardening for every county in Texas. I uh, have have been really satisfied with this book and the fact that it covers everything about lawns, about landscaping, about fruit, flower, and vegetable gardening. If it grows outside in a landscaper garden in Texas, it's covered in this book in any county in Texas. So uh, here is what it has in it, 344 pages, 840 photos, 840 photos. It's a hardback, and it was printed in Texas on high-quality paper in San Antonio by Clear Visions on the north side of San Antonio and bound by Universal Book Bindery in downtown San Antonio, a historic book bindery. So all of that comes to you at only $32.95. It is not in stores and not on Amazon. Those were conscious decisions on my part because I was trying to keep the cost as low as I could anyway, and now I've left it on sale through the summertime for you. But don't delay now. Each book is uh, uh, I will come to you signed. I sign every copy as it sells. I'll be signing tonight, tomorrow night. Probably won't get them mailed until probably Tuesday or Wednesday. I'll explain why in a moment. But uh, this is, uh, this is uh, uh, with a satisfaction guarantee. If you get the book and you're not happy with it, I'll refund every penny. 75000 sold so far, not one request for refund. So I think you'll be satisfied. There are two ways you order it. One is by calling my office Monday through Friday, 9 until 5. And that number is 800-752-GROW. It's not a zero, it's an O. 800-752-GROW. The better way, however, is to order it on my website right now, and that's at neilsperry.com. Neil Sperry's Lone Star Gardening, N-E-I-L-S-P-E-R-R-Y dot com. When the people at Advanced Foundation Repair called to say they wanted me to do ads for their company, I told them I'd need references, people for whom they'd done work. 
I spent several weeks checking them all out, and the reviews were just fabulous. That was more than 20 years ago, and people are still thanking me for referring them to these leaders in the foundation repair industry. Affordable, innovative, honest, punctual. It's advanced foundation repair. 214-333-0003, foundationrepairs.com. When it comes time to get a new roof for your home, the name to remember is Wortham. Wortham Brothers Roofing Company, a second-generation family business that does it the best. This is a local Metroplex company, and they have been around doing fine roofs since 1986. 100,000 roofs installed. That is just incomprehensible. Isn't that something? That's a lot of hard work and done well. You're going to like your Wortham Brothers roof. We like ours. We're mighty happy. We've had it four years. It looks great. And as they said it would do, it has saved on our energy bill. Our summertime cooling bills are way down from what they were because of the continuous ridge vents. And we have the uh, the impact-resistant shingles. They suggested we get those, and uh, they have saved on our insurance bill. Oh, my goodness, they know what they're doing. Wortham Brothers Roofing Company. Uh, the inspection of your roof to make sure you've not had hail or wind damage, or if you have, to identify it and quantify it. They will help you with that at no charge. Wortham Brothers Roofing Company. Call for that roof inspection. WBRoofing.com. WBRoofing.com. Wortham Brothers Roofing. Here is that phone number. 972 562 5788, serving the whole North Texas area. 972-562-5788, Wortham Brothers Roofing Company. Neil Sperry and Callaway's go back since our nurseries opened. I'm Carol Dreyer with Callaway's in Houston. And now, back to Neil. Thank you, Carol, very, very much. Uh, Just a a real suggestion to you, and that is, uh, if you have interest in growing fall tomatoes... And if you've had a crop in the in the garden for spring, you want to have fall transplants, you better root some cuttings because nurseries typically anymore don't handle the fall transplants. If they do, hallelujah. But you can root cuttings from tomatoes so easily, I really would recommend that you do so because that's going to be the way that you will be sure that you have the cuttings of the varieties that you want to have for fall. They need to be small to mid-sized varieties. You want to plant them over the 4th of July weekend at the latest and so root the cuttings just like you would root coleus in potting soil you need to put dry cleaners plastic over them put them in a bright spot out of direct sunlight outdoors of course uh, and uh, and they'll root give them a try it's worth a try anyway so that's just kind of a fun little fact we will come back to our callers and just saying we have a newscast in just a moment james and palestine stay with me We'll come right to you. Wild Birds Unlimited stores are available to you to help you enjoy the great hobby, one of the most popular hobbies in America of bird watching. They have all the supplies for bird feeding and bringing birds into your landscape. You will enjoy this great hobby. Go to Wild Birds Unlimited, David's store in the Park Cities at 5715 West Lovers Lane next to Nicholson Hardy Nursery and Garden Center. David has been there for many, many years. People flock, excuse the term, to David's store, and they get great service and great products. Ron has moved his store from its original location 
to 5708 Abrams Road, one block south of Northwest Highway. Now, he's been in the business for almost 20 years. And Birdie's Store is the newest of the three that sponsor my program. They're at 3001 South Hardin Boulevard, just south of El Dorado Parkway in McKinney, just south of the Tom's Thumb Store on Hardin. These are great stores. Wild Birds Unlimited. You will love what you get to see. You'll love the enthusiasm, and you'll see people bringing nature and birds and people together and doing it with excellence. WBU.com slash DFW. 100 years serving DFW. Trending now. Trending now. On WBAP and WBAP.com. The city water in Odessa is once again safe to drink. I'm Dennis Martin. From the Audi Dallas WBAP 24-7 News Desk. ClassicChevrolet.com WBAP first traffic and weather on the ones. A disabled vehicle still tying things up on the eastbound side of I-20 at Forest Hill Drive. Constructions close 635's HOV lanes both directions between the TI Access Road and La Prada Drive. With WBAP's first traffic on the ones, I'm Dennis Martin. Now the WBAP forecast. Today, sunny and hot. Very little chance of any rain, much less than 10%. High temperature today should hit 98. Tomorrow, Monday, it'll be sunny and hot. A little hotter, in fact. The high temperatures forecast to reach 99. Right now, 84 degrees in Fort Worth. 83 in Dallas. Officials in the West Texas city of Odessa say their tap water is once again safe to drink. Odessa residents have been using bottled water, or tap water if they boiled it first, ever since a major water line broke Monday afternoon. Those repairs were completed Saturday morning. Texas Department of Environmental Quality then ran a continuous 24-hour series of running tests on it, just to make sure that Odessa's water is once again safe to drink. And it is. An 18-year-old South Korean pianist has won the Van Cliburn International Piano Competition in Fort Worth. Yunchan Lim's the youngest gold medal winner in the 60-year history of that competition. says he's going to have to wait until he returns to South Korea to decide what he'll do with his $100,000 first prize and all of the other things that come with the Van Cliburn Award. I'm Dennis Martin. Our next news update will be at 9 o'clock. Check back several times throughout your day and keep connected to News Talk 820 WBAP 99.5 FMHD2 and WBAP.com. Oh, my goodness. That's piano. Oh, my goodness. Thank you, Dennis. Let me tell you about Callaway's right now. First of all, number one, number one, they sponsor this entire hour. And I hope as you get into Callaway's today that you will tell the manager or assistant manager, hey, thanks for sponsoring Neil's program for all those years, because that means a lot to them. It really means a lot to me as well. So please, Please do that if, if it's at all convenient to you. Cool down and bring the fun of gardening inside. Treat yourself and visit Callaway's Nursery to explore their beautiful indoor plants. Today only, they're all 20% off. This is the time to bring your collection of houseplants and uh, begin your collection or add to your indoor jungle. 
explore their collections of cacti, succulents, dracaena, sansevieria, zz plants, and more. Sansevierias are extremely popular for their tall, structured leaves that give them an architectural appeal. If you enjoy succulents and cacti, you'll definitely want to visit your neighborhood Callaway's Nursery. Discover all types of styles and sizes from their almost endless selection, just right for your home, garden, or landscape with minimal need for water or care. Andresina is another large group of high-impact houseplants. Most have strap-like foliage, solid, rich, green, or variegated, giving you so many options for your decor. Once you've chosen your new plants, be sure to get a stylish piece of pottery. A new container will elevate the look of your new plant. To help keep your plants at their best, remember they'll thrive in Callaway's premium tropical plant food. It's ideal for tropical plants. All of the 22 community locations of Callaway's have received fresh shipments of houseplants direct from fresh from Florida, so options are incredible. Shop at any of their local stores, including the new location in Prosper, or order online at Callaway's.com. Take advantage of their convenient curbside pickup or delivery for all their plants. And that includes, of course, the outdoor plants as well. Open seven days a week. It's Callaway's Nursery. Life lived beautifully, Callaways.com. Your latest news, traffic, and weather. It's good to just keep you in the know. Available on your smart devices. All you have to do is ask. Hey, Google, play WBAP. One of the nice things you can do for your house, one of the nice things you can do for your own just enjoyment of your home is to add sunburst shutters to your home. How does that happen? Well, you call sunburst shutters, you set a time to go to their showroom, which is part of their factory, or better yet, you set a time for them to come to your home and bring samples and hold them up in your windows and and to measure your windows and discuss with you what would look best in your home and then give you the estimate, or actually it's the, the bid, of what it would cost to have them make sunburst shutters for each window in your home. That's right, they make each shutter for a specific window. There's no mass production thing here. It's window by window by window. And the reason for that, I tell this almost every time I do an ad for them, is because windows vary window by window because of the tape and bed work that is done as the room is finished out. The window may be the same size as the next one to it, but the tape and bed work done by the painters is not the same. And so if you want a, a, a shutter that is light tight, that's the way you make it so. Sunburst shutters are plantation style. The big louvers, two and a half, three and a half, and four and a half inch louvers. That means that the fewer the, uh, the bigger the louvers, the fewer lines you have when you open them, the more you see when you open them. They are the most energy efficient uh, shutters in America. They're made of polywood, P-O-L-Y, polywood, and it doesn't crack or warp or split or peel. We have them in our home and have had for more than 10 years, and we're thrilled. They look great. They look just like the finest wood shutters, but they are so much better. That's Sunburst Shutters. Nice people. 214-343-2601. Sunburstshutters.com. 214-343-2601, sunburstshutters.com. News Talk 820, WBAP, 99.5 FM HD2, and WBAP.com. 
All right, and finally, just a quick message about my electronic newsletter, eGardens. I hope you'll take a look at it. I worked more on this week's eGardens than on any in the 18-year history of eGardens. And uh, one of the reasons is, uh, I'll I'll tell you the two reasons. We have five stories always in eGardens. One of them is always a featured plant of the week. That didn't take long. It was lamb's ear um, and a couple of other stories. And, And Stephen Shambly wrote a wonderful story on his dad. And um, and some other things. And um, that didn't take long because he wrote that. But I did two things. One, I wrote the longest story I've ever written on St. Augustine problems and how to identify them, how I go about identifying them, uh, with a lot of photographs. I worked a whole day on that story. And we're going to archive that one on my website. But I want you to see it. Um, and I'll tell you how to get there in just a moment. And then the second thing that uh, took a long time is we have a new format of the Q&A uh, section where you send questions to me and I answer them in eGardens the following Thursday. And uh, I answered, oh, I think it was 17 or 18 questions, something like that. A lot of questions. And uh, so I think you'll find that the eGardens is really a, a fun read. It is free and always will be. I'll never spam you. I don't give or sell your email address to anybody. You just flat get eGardens. That's it. And as I say, it's always free. Look at it at the sample that we have left archived on my website. That is this past week's issue. And that's where you can see the St. Augustine Diagnostics. Go to neilsperry.com. That's where you sign up. N-E-I-L-S-P-E-R-R-Y dot com. Click on the eGardens tab. Let Texas certified nursery professionals at your neighborhood Callaways help you. I'm Cindy from the Greenville Avenue store in Dallas. And now back to Neil. Thank you, Cindy, very, very much. Appreciate that. Now we go back to the phone lines. And finally, we go to James in Palestine. James, you're on the air. Thanks for your patience. How can I help you? Well, when I was teenager or so my next door neighbor had a trumpet vine in the backyard and it was huge like a big giant round bush i mean it was really really big and i don't know how they got it that way but i bought one uh, uh, from lowe's a couple years ago and and it took off this year pretty good and so i took an old uh, handle off of a shovel that i had and i, I hammered it into the ground and it probably stuck up about uh, maybe four foot, and now that, that there's a, a, a branch off of this vine that is done, grew up over the top of it, laying back down on the ground. That thing's over six foot tall, and I wanted it to somehow maybe you can help me figure out how to do. I trim it back, cut it down, or what do I do to, to make it kind of thick enough and stay as a single tall bush rather than going down some fence line with it somewhere. Trumpet vine is called trumpet vine because it's a vine. It's not a shrub, not a bush. And so it needs to have a support, James. You need to have a fence or you need to have an arbor or a trellis or something, and it needs to be heavy. Um, the the trumpet vines, I think of uh, having seen, uh, and, and what you bought is probably, what color is it? Is it orange or yellow or red? Uh, well, it's supposed to be orange when it grows. All right, what what you have what you have is probably the variety called Madame Galen, uh, G A L E N. That's the improved orange uh, one that is sold by nurseries. No nursery, uh, Lowe's or otherwise, is going to sell the wild native trumpet vine, or they shouldn't, 
because it's so invasive. It comes up with root sprouts everywhere. But Madame Galen is a much more refined plant. And so what I'm about to say is is describing Madame Galen that I've been observing all of my career. Uh, okay. it, uh, the, the plants that I can show you in, in probably... A hundred photos that I've taken of Madame Galen over the last 50 years, uh, it's on supports that are 4 by 4 posts and then overhead supports that are 40 feet long. It's as big as a grapevine. It's, they get huge, and they need heavy-duty supports. A, a shovel handle isn't going to cut it. I mean, it didn't even cut it till the end of June. <laughs> so you got a long ways to go in this year. So. Well, <laughs> okay. Uh, I was thinking maybe getting a couple of landscape timbers and i saw tractor supply had a couple of long uh, some kind of uh cinching grids or something for cattle to keep cattle in or horses and it was about maybe four four foot high but pretty stout pretty stout wire still some kind big square or rectangular right well, remember, you're going to have this for a long time. This is a woody vine that's going to be part of your landscape or part of your, your uh, what you're going to look at for a long time. So you might as well put something up that's going to be attractive because yeah. it's it's going to be a pretty part of your yard. This is yeah. in your yard, right? Yes. I yeah. want it to be in my front yard. All right. Then then give it something really pretty and... and uh, just just look around town at what other people have done with vines. It doesn't have to be the same vine, but see what they've done with other vines and and there's nothing there's nothing original in gardening. Copy what somebody else has done because with your vine it's going to look different anyway. But I would I would think um, you might be able to use something from tractor supply that that it could grow on. But remember, it's got to grow a long ways. If you start pruning it in the winter to make it fit a small uh, support. You're going to be cutting off a lot of the wood that could have flowers. You'll be cutting off a lot of the flowers oh, before yeah, they yeah. ever form. You don't want to do that. Yeah. I mean, you know, it'd be nice if it was like what I remember they had over there. Just a, It looked like it was just a big round pushing tree that was, you know, and it was just beautiful, but no, I don't mind extending it outwards or horizontally. Well, I can't, I can't see you, Yard, so I have no idea how to suggest to you. But at a minimum, you need to have a, a, some kind of a, a big arbor or or something. It needs to have some kind of support it can grow around. I'm thinking okay. of big wire hoops that you see uh, spools used by the companies that are putting out cable or something like that or bigger uh, at a minimum. That's not my recommendation. A really pretty arbor would be prettier, but at least that, but not, not just a shovel handle or not just a... Not just a gate. I, I don't think that's going to be big enough. I got to run, but look around and see what other people have done, and and kind of copy what they've done, and do something okay. pretty because you're going to look at it a long time, and that's a beautiful vine. It's a really pretty vine. You're going to love it. All right. I, yes, I have seen them, like you're talking about, where they're on uh, different things that are, and they're huge. Yeah. Yeah, they'll be. It'll be pretty for you. It's 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 waiting to serve. Just don't, just don't get yourself in the situation where you have to do a lot of pruning. <laughs> okay. Uh, All right, attaboy. Thanks for calling. I appreciate it. And thanks for waiting on me, especially. Thank you, sir. Let me go to Peggy in McKinney. I think her question is not going to be terribly lengthy, and I won't make her wait very long. Peggy, this is Neil. Thanks for calling. How can I help you? 
Good morning. I have a St. John's wart, which I thought was a bush, but it lays over the uh, branches kind of. I've got it supported right now with, for lack of a better word, like a tomato cage. Mm-hmm. But I wanted this to be a bush. Do I? Did I just buy the wrong thing or something? Well, St. John's wort is a perennial that doesn't know what it is. It is a strange okay. plant. <laughs> we have we have two or three plants that are kind of in that category. They don't know if they're perennials or shrubs. Um, I I think of a couple of them. Uh, Salvia grega is that way. You know, it, we treat it as a as a little low shrub. The highway department plants it as a shrub, and yet you have to trim it every year, kind of like a bush rose. Um, but I think I think St. John's wort, and for folks who don't know it by that name, it's Hypericum, um, maybe the strangest of all of them because it's not really very um, not very shrubby, and yet it really doesn't act like a perennial. It doesn't die to the ground, and come back from its roots. So yeah, you'll have to trim it and shape it a little bit. Um, that's why you don't see it more often. It's just kind of hard to maintain and, and have it yes, look it like is. anything. Yeah, it is. You don't see them very often. Normally you'll see, uh, people growing a few of them in a, in a kind of a clump or a cluster. And, and they say, you know, that's enough. I like, I like it a lot. That's all I want. <laughs> so. Okay. Do you think the tomato cage idea would work? I don't. I don't want to have that in my perennial garden or in a in a garden. I don't think that would be attractive. I would just do some selective pruning. I've never had it uh, be quite that quite that rangy. Normally, just a little. Uh, I don't no, know. This guy's pretty rangy. Wow. Yeah. There are different varieties. It maybe you just have a variety that that I'm not the expert on on St. John's wort. The ones that I have grown have uh, stood up better than that. What variety do you have? Do you remember? I honestly don't know. I've had it about three years, yeah. and I don't know. But yeah, I, what I might how, do is just let it go. And Is it in a really dark area? Pretty dark. It gets quite a bit of shade. but it's That may be dark. it. It normally does well in a, in a light shade. You don't want it in a blazing hot sun, but, okay. uh, but it may be it's in too dark or too oh. much uh, shade. You might try moving that, it uh, this fall into possible. a little more sun. Say it again, a little more light. That's very possible. Yeah, you you may have just nailed it. Yeah. Okay, well, maybe uh, I'll move it this winter. Yeah, I would do that or late fall. Good deal. Thank you, Peggy. Okay. Good luck with it. Thank All you. Right. Mm-hmm. All right, we have two open lines. We have Mark at Lake Whitney. We'll be ahead of you, nobody else. So uh, give a call, 800-288-WBAP, 800 288 9227. Neil Spray's Lone Star Gardening. That's my book. You'll not find it in stores. You won't find it on Amazon. It is so much better than the old cowboy boot book that is totally out of date now. That book is more than 30 years old and it is just woefully out of date. This one is not. This is the one you need to get. And I've left it on sale. I've just decided I'm going to leave it on sale this summer and let you save a, a good bit of money on it. It uh, normally would be thirty six ninety five. As long as I have uh, them available to me, they are thirty two ninety five. the fifth printing books. And uh, so you need to grab it while you can. I'll sign it and get it mailed to you. And uh, the the... The man who helps me mail them uh, and and does the boxing so I can take him to the post office. I do the signing. He boxes. He is going to be out of town watching his son 
first in, in family to graduate from college, but more than that, graduate from medical school. And so uh, we'll be delayed by a day or two. I am so excited and proud for that family. Anyway, we'll be a day or two delayed in, uh, in getting the, the books mailed this week only, so bear with us. Uh, but anyway, that's, uh, that's where that is. Uh, and uh, uh, But it'll be a signed copy, 344 pages, 840 of my photographs. It's a hardback printed in Texas by Texas printers, bound in Texas by Texas book, uh, a Texas book bindery, uh, universal book bindery in San Antonio. And I sign every copy as it sells. I'll be signing uh, maybe tonight, but probably tomorrow and, and Tuesday. And then we'll get them in the mail. Your satisfaction is completely guaranteed with the book. It covers every aspect of outdoor gardening. Uh, it's uh, lawns, landscapes, fruit, flower, and vegetable gardening. If you don't like it, I'll refund every penny, no questions asked. It hasn't happened yet. Out of 75,000 copies sold, not one request for refund. When it happens, I'll let you know, but those are pretty good odds. And so... Here are the two ways you can buy it. Since it's not in stores and not on Amazon, you need to buy it directly from me. That's how I kept the price so low, by selling directly to you. No distributors, no stores, no uh, Amazon, no any of that. Just directly from Neil and his garage and Zeus the dog and uh, then to the post office to you. Now, here is the... uh, Here are the two ways. You can call my office Monday through Friday, 800-752-GROW. That's 800-752-4769. But the better way is to order it from my website right now while you're thinking about it at neilsperry.com. N-E-I-L-S-P-E-R-R-Y. Severe storms in Texas pop up quickly with wind and hail that can damage your roof. Call Wortham Brothers Roofing at 972-562-5788. Schedule your free roof inspection or visit wbroofing.com. They've been in business more than 28 years. Wortham Brothers Roofing provides the highest quality workmanship materials and service. That's Wortham Brothers Roofing. 972-562-5788. WBRoofing.com. Since 1983, the experts at WhizQ Stone have been a leader across the Metroplex turning landscape dreams into reality. With 22 acres, WhizQ Stone has the largest landscape selection in Texas, including natural stones such as flagstone, boulders, river rock and more to experience what whiz stone can do their large lifestyle display is certainly a place for inspiration the skilled professionals at whiz stone can help you have the outdoor living area you've always wanted check out their product page on their website at whiz-q.com they can supply not only the hardscape but the tools to do it yourself from masonry supplies to landscape supplies to pond and water gardens whiz stone has what you need to build the lifestyle of your dreams whiz stone can deliver any product anywhere in the usa visit the experts at whiz at whiz-q.com or call 817-429-0822 whiz stone Leaders in hardscape and landscaping supplies, helping to build the lifestyle of your dreams. Arborological Services, the leaders in the tree care industry, leaders by 100 miles. Oh, my goodness. They have 12 International Society of Arboriculture Certified Arborists and three State Arborists of the Year. One person per year is named the Arborist of the Year. They have three on their staff. They have an 11... Nah... 
13-time Texas State tree climbing champion Miguel Pastanez. That's how good it gets at Arborological Services. But you know what? If the care that they give your trees isn't the best care possible, then all that doesn't matter. That doesn't matter because they will be the best care possible. Their people care about your trees. They are passionate about the care that they give. You know that uh, when they take care of a, a shade tree, it will be the best possible attention that that tree can receive. Whether it's routine feedings and, and other simple care or whether it's something extremely complicated, they will do it best. That's Arborological Services in business since 1981. Call for that uh, special care for your trees. They deserve it. 866-552-7267. Sounds like some big national firm with a toll-free number. They really are just basically right here in the Metroplex. But they have a toll-free number to make it easier for all the different area codes. 866-552-7267. On the web, it's arborological.com. Facebook, Arborological Services, Inc., Twitter at The Tree Experts. It's Arborological Services. We at Callaway's are proud to offer the finest in plants, products, and services. I'm Wendy Vanderback from the Hewland Callaway's. We're proud to be sponsoring this segment of Neil Sperry's Texas Gardening. And now, back to Neil. My longtime friend. Thank you, Wendy. Everybody likes Wendy. Thank you. Let's go back to the phone lines. We go to Mark at Lake Whitney. Mark, this is Neil. Good morning. Yeah, hey, Neil, how are you doing today? I'm well, sir. Thank you. I don't like what I'm seeing on the call screen, though. You're losing Rosa Sharon plants? Well, okay, uh, and I'll make it, I'll make it quick. We, have, uh, we, we live here in Bosque County. Uh, our backyard is the lake. We have a cross fence that divides the front and the backyard, and there's various uh, items that are growing on that fence, from crepe myrtles with an A to Rosa Sharon's to uh, uh, Kennedy roses, knockout roses, and all things being equal on that fence line, there's two Rosa Sharon's approximately Five feet apart, okay. They've been in the ground for, you know, uh, many years. And all of a sudden, within the last week, uh, all things being equal, we've done nothing. The one on the right, something is sucking the ever life out of it. The uh, uh, All of the leaves have shriveled up to where they're just like uh, paper, dried paper. Do you know uh, what uh, plant family roses of Sharon are in? You know what, uh, boss? I'm gonna. I don't know. We bought. They're in the. They are in Malvasi, the cotton family. Okay. Do, do you have any idea what the problem might be? Well, I was going to ask. I mean, uh, the two of them are five feet apart. One of them is just as. Uh, do you, do you have any idea what the problem might be if they're in the cotton family? Uh, no, I do not. It is cotton root rot. That's the. That's the. You have described the absolute symptoms of cotton root rot. They are highly susceptible to that disease. Uh, hardy hibiscus are as well. I've lost one each of, of those two plants, uh, Rosa well, Sharon done. and oh. hardy hibiscus to cotton root rot. It is a soil-borne fungus, uh, and, and the first thing people say when it attacks uh, crab apples or pears or uh, the, the Rosa Sharon plants it uh, it killed them overnight. I can't believe how fast the tree died. Well, I'm going to tell you, we sit here and just watched it. Yeah, I understand. Like I only have a minute, so yeah. here's what I need to tell you. 80% of our landscape plants are susceptible to it. Crepe myrtles are not. Uh, hollies are not. I'm trying to give you some plants that you could replant with. Oaks are not. 
uh, depending on what you needed in there. But but hollies and crepe myrtles are the best shrubs to go back with. And uh, But don't plant any more rows of Sharon plants. The one that you have that is healthy, I guess you could try a soil acidifier around it, but its days are probably numbered. It moves through the soil, and so it probably will succumb at some point. Uh, but that's that's what it is, cotton root rot. You can do a Google search for it, and you'll see. It's also called Texas root rot. That's why we don't have cotton in North Texas any longer. I must run. Ray and Brian, I'll be right back with you after the news. Stay tuned. 